Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, Dan. Hey. Hey, Andy. How are How you? you? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, well, yeah, we're good. You good? I'm excellent. Excellent. We haven't go, talked go, in a while. You yeah, I was about to of... say, I don't want to tell you a secret. I've missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. I know. And when I say you, I mean you plus, you know, the people that are watching us live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, um, mm-hmm. and and some more people who are listening to us on the audio version of this podcast, wherever they may be. Hello, people. Hello. What, which episode do we have? It's episode 45, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? 45. Wow. Not and I'm back in, in full final. voice. I, I've been suffering from having no voice for the past week. And then oh, yeah. various levels of a voice and various levels of being able to breathe. And this week, yeah, I'm back. So I'm not fully back. I'm like sort of like 85%. Sort of, you know, we're getting there. I hope by the end of the episode <laughs> we'll be at close to 95 but um, yeah. I want to apologize for ducking out on everybody last week, but it was just not possible. I was a mess of DNA. That was it. No, yeah. no. So you know, I, I don't I have could, a, no. I don't have an R. So I'll just give myself an applause. Oh. <laughs> you could tell that Andy was suffering to kind of let last week's show go because he just simply couldn't, you know, talk. But I think he had a thunderstorm too. So second time's a charm, right? Yeah, so we'd already decided to to not air the show last week because of my you know man flu, but um then uh, as after we decided not to air it, uh, there was another storm here in Austria, which as we know cuts out the internet and sometimes the power here, um, and it it truly did knock everything out again. So even if I was well, then it wouldn't have happened anyway. So thankfully, our guest from last week, uh, Ash is rejoining us this week and uh, I want to thank her for her patience if she's watching already because she's going to join us on the backstage green room very very soon she's on in about 25 minutes because Dan and I've got a lot of stuff to cover Um, and the first piece of news sort of pre-news news Dan if I may all right this little game where you know people kick a bag of air around and last week was um our respective nations <laughs> against each other. So my nation being England, <laughs> yours being Germany. Um, oh boy. Oh boy. We, we set a gentleman's wager. I suggested a gentleman's wager and, um, and we, we, we decided on it. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I said that if I won, then, well, no, sorry. If, if Dan won, what was your wager? What was your offer? I said if uh, if I win, no, if I lose, my offer was if I lose, I would never, like for one episode, would not use the term Ibanez for one episode. That's your one <laughs> and only. And hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, there you go. So, yeah, if Dan, if Germany lost, then Dan was not allowed to use the word Ibanez. Didn't say I couldn't say Ibanez, but Dan's used his one and only. Uh, and if I lost, I was going to have to sing Ich liebe Deutschland at the end of the episode, I believe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would, but as I we would all know, to see that. As we yeah. all know, England did absolutely ruin you. Um, <laughs> just, just so you know, everybody, Ash has joined us backstage. And Ash, we can see you. You're not live or anything. You're just sitting there in the backstage room. Um, and I'm super excited to talk to you, mainly because I've never heard your voice before. And to me, you could be like, hello, I'm Ash, or hello, I'm Ash, or somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. I've, I have this vision. What are the chances? 
Hello, I'm Ash. <laughs> so, um, yeah, feel free to do with your voice whatever you want, because we don't know your real voice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Dan is not allowed to mention a certain brand of guitars this evening, which is going to be hard because there's been a lot of news in that area. And I dare mm -hmm. say that uh, Ash has one of those guitars as well. So she can talk about it. I can talk about it. But you can't. Maybe she can like give me a hint later whenever I want to mention Ivanus. I'll just like give her a hint. You just said it again. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. What's my punishment? Okay. People in the chat, we need to sort out a punishment, or Ash, if she's got <laughs> some ideas, um, a punishment for Dan if he does mention the name that shall not be mentioned. Mm -hmm. the, those who shall not be named. I'm trying to figure for this, Harry Potter for this single episode, just just to make sure we're all just on the same Just for this page, episode right? and for the rest of the year. <clears throat> what? <laughs> what? No. Okay, so that that's it for football, by the way. There's no more football chats. Um, Dan, yeah. honestly, I'm not really into football. I just like these little tournaments because they're, they're something I can get involved in on a short-term basis that I don't really care about. Whereas opposed to the rest of my life, I'm surrounded by guitars and stuff, which sounds great, and it is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we've got a little bit of news. Um, yeah, sure. And I said I was going to set that up while we were chatting, and I didn't. Um <laughs> <laughs> because I was too busy listening to you sound check with the Kemper. Yeah, uh, which, which sounds horrible. So uh, probably not too many sound samples tonight. But uh, I, we'll I, make for I, that. I, we'll yeah. make up for that later. Yeah, it's a thing. That, that's the thing with technology. Always have to keep it updated. And I think this is like the first version of the OS on the Kemper has been updated oh. ever since. Oh wow! OG yeah. OG Kemper. So yeah. we've got some suggestions in the chat. Sarang says, Dan, you can chat about it. So you could type it in the chat if you wanted to. Um, that's true. Mark Williams suggests guy. that you have to drink Fosters for the rest of the year. Can you even get Fosters in Germany? Nope. I, don't, nope. I have no clue what that is. Is that beer? It's a lager beer from Australia. But the last I checked, the oh. English version or the British version, sorry, was brewed in Scotland. Um, oh, bloody hell. Okay. I, I quite enjoyed it in the 90s. <laughs> okay. Like, it was, does it have any specific taste? No, and that's the beauty of it. No, all right, okay. It's okay. Uh, you know, it's sort of like I'm 15. Uh, can, can I have a beer, please? Fosters, yes, please. Oh. <laughs> oh, I sound like Ash. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, right. Um, we've got to talk about our sponsor first because we are sponsored by the lovely people at IK Multimedia. It is indeed Amplitude Five, and here's a little advert for you. This episode is brought to you by Amplitude 5, the guitar and bass amp and FX modeling software with 34 amps, 27 cabinets, 13 speakers, 11 microphones, 47 stompbox models, 36 racks, 8 rooms, and an 8-track DAW recorder. Build your virtual guitar rig one small step at a time with Amplitude 5. Wow. Amplitude 5. I've got it. Dan's got it. If you don't have it, you can get a free version. So go and get that. And then once you're hooked, you know, that's how they hook you. First one's free. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we've got some news. Um, news. My main news, there's quite a bit of news this week. So I've chosen my favorite one, which Dan and I did not discuss pre-show. And that is mm -hmm. to do with Bigfoot Engineering, Dan. Uh, a mm -hmm. UK pedal builder. And um, you, Bigfoot Engineer, have decided to cut all ties with dealers and distributors. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they will now be selling only direct. 
reason being, and there was an Instagram video from Bigfoot Engineering, the uh, Reese Stubbs, the uh, director, saying that he was uh, very saddened to take this decision. However, the prices, and to use his words, he's seen his prices online being completely trashed. And their mm. retail prices don't have enough in their margin to be completely ground down, he said. He also added that he didn't want to increase his prices, and equally, he can't afford to decrease them. So we didn't chat about this previously uh, intentionally because I wanted to hear your opinion on that, Dan. All right. I think it's a very brave decision. Um, going direct for a brand is always, you know, it comes with perks and it always comes with a lot of risk. So um, I, I like off the cuff, I don't really know how I feel about it because I don't know the company too well. But um, yeah, I mean, the justification seems quite reasonable to me. Like if he says he's got to cut a couple corners in order to keep the prices stable, but um, now on the other hand, you're losing quite some 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 outreach too. So you got to be a master when it comes to, you know, the digital game and your web shop and social media and you know how to how to get the word out when there's a new product because then you've got no help from distributors or other entities like dealers and then. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Do do they have like a a big artist roster or a network of of YouTubers, influencers, and, and those kind of guys that they spread the word when everything new comes out? Uh, I've no, they don't because I've never worked with them. So the answer is no. Oh well, then then the answer uh, is no. Of course, yeah. Um, no, the uh, <laughs> I don't see them coming up very often in YouTube videos or um or or promoted by artists. But I know that on the pedal scene, they're very very popular and they make a great fuzz right. pedal. Uh, which yeah, I have played yeah. before. And I would say that if they're being sensible, then they would change that to go into a couple of YouTubers or, or people on Instagram or people who are on Instagram and uh, YouTube, I should say, sorry. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, uh, I think you're absolutely right, Dan. It's a very brave move. But if your company can't exist with someone else in the chain slashing your prices, then mm -hmm. that's the only way forward. Sorry, I'm reading the chat. <laughs> Mark Williams says, can you say this word, Dr. Dan, Zenabi? Zenabi, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that reminds me so of the good. Friends episode. <laughs> I mean, to, to just like put it into perspective, I don't think they've taken that decision lightheartedly. So, um, you know, they've, they've probably run calculation and, and kind of figured out that's the best to, to do that way. Um, you know, but but it's a it's a tough thing, and I see that on a daily basis too. When I work with with certain companies, that uh, you know, once something happens on the internet and the price just gets smashed, sometimes the product is gone. And uh, we've seen products, you know, the accessories game and, and and guitars and basses come and go, and sometimes just go because of the prices. Because if dealers kind of stop selling them because they don't you know earn any money, and only you know the few companies that have like five percent margin or something on it they they still can afford to to sell those products it's kind of ridiculous for others to to sell it and, and they just you know get rid of that asap so they maybe sell it with a loss and uh, just to to get rid of it and, and will never ever sell the product again and i think that's not exclusive to our industry i think that's pretty like pretty common in, in certain industries i think like the toy industry too um, so yeah, that's a, that's definitely a problem. You can have a good product, but once the price is 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 ruined, like smashed due to various reasons, there's like nobody who's willing to offer the product because they are just not making any money. And um, yeah, that's a big problem. Still reading the chat with them trying to get you to say the, the word that you're not allowed to say. Um, I absolutely <laughs> agree. Um, it's going to be tough, but I, I, hats off to them and and. 
with the the lockdown and everything and all things of distribution and Brexit. Oh, we've covered Brexit, football, lockdown. Wow, the political three. Um, <clears throat> things are becoming more difficult to sell gear in different places, so going direct might be the only way. Um, yep. I'm excited. But you've got to sort out customs, shipping, warehousing, all that stuff. So that's not mm. easy. Yeah. Okay, well... Um, that's the news for today, or some of the news at least. There is one more piece of news that I'd just like to chuck in there, and that is that mm. I'm going to a guitar event on this weekend. I get to go to Italy. Um, to the industrial area of Venice, but I will, <laughs> fingers crossed and thumbs crossed, be going to Venice to do a secret project with our dear friend Henning Pauli. Um, but there's the Guitar Show Italy in Padua, and I'm going to be there. Do you know who else is going to be there, Dan? No. Loads of guitar companies, like some really good ones. Lots of ones from... Japanese ones? Yeah, Japanese ones, like... Um, uh, oh, I can't think of any. You know, you know the ones. Yeah. yeah. You, you, don't lose your head over that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, the puns. Oh, the puns. Oh, we got a super <laughs> no. chat from Studio Camille. What price? Thanks. People are so irresponsible with money. I don't get it. Nope. I don't understand, Mikhail. <laughs> I'm I'm having a dumb day. Did I say price? Anyway, um, let's go to Dan's first pick. Dan, which would you like to do? The one that you have with you or the one that I have pictures of? Uh, probably the one that uh, I have here. Okay, hang on then. It's a nice guitar. Very what's that like a like a Jackson or a, um, yeah, yeah, uh, what's the other Fender Japan or? <laughs> well, since I'm not allowed to say the word, um, I'm just showing it to you. That's from my friends at Hoshinogaki in Japan, and that's the new Q series. And I'm I was so stoked to finally be able to show them to you because they've been in development for quite some time and we already shot a couple videos in September last year, um, yeah. So so kind of the guys in Japan that were, you know, desperately trying to get those out and, and sort you know hardware and everything to make to make them finally available and and can, being able to mass produce them took some time, yeah. And that's the new Quest series. What's what's your are you a headless guy, Andy? What's your initial reaction when you or what was your reaction when you saw them? <clears throat> right. Okay. Uh firstly, <laughs> uh I like it. I've never been into headless guitars because as a singer guitar player, I use the headstock as the place where my hand should stop. You know? Like if it gets <laughs> that far, if it hits the head, I've I've gone too far. Um <laughs> so so as someone who runs around and jumps around stage and does silly things, I use the headstock as a sort of um you know, that's my that's my limit. So not having one, I could really see myself sliding off the end, as it were. But uh -huh. I like the body contours. Um as you and I have discussed, that's not my favorite colour, the one you have in your hand. Uh I've seen some other colours that I prefer. However, I as you're holding it up there, yeah, the the surf green one. Uh, and the brown one, the 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 burl one, actually, absolutely, really does it for me. That's the first time a burl has really touched me. Okay. But seeing you hold that there, actually, I, I really do like that blue. I take it's, I take back gorgeous. what I said. I take back what I said. Um, In the flesh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's quite controversial. Um, 
some people, you know, are not impressed. And one of them was in our chat earlier. And I was trying to find, ah, here we go. There he is. Or she. Don't like it that much when it comes to headless guitars. That's my fave at the moment. Oh, that's not what you said earlier. You said you preferred Harley Benton. <laughs> I was reading it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, what's, what's your take on the reaction to that, Dan? Uh, actually, pretty positive. I mean, you got to differentiate. Haters always going to hate. So you know, if you're if you're kind of releasing that kind of model, players going to play in, in the old in the old RG fan group, um, then you know, reactions will be a little bit you know dampened, <laughs> to say the least. But overall, I was I was very happy with it, and um, I think we hit some 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 a blind spot, some some sort of blind spot in the. Um, in the market at the moment because you talked about harley benton and uh, those guitars they they clock in around 500 euros and uh when you go you know steeper up the the, the ladder in terms of quality and specs then you you're limited to a couple brands and i think like strandberg they start around 1800 bucks so with uh my favorite brand here um you can get a legit headless guitar with all pri proprietary parts at 999 with gig bag and everything and i think that's a very competitive offer and I was I was stoked by the the craftsmanship because um, for that price point with the Jesco Evo gold frets and everything, that's a very very good offer. And I can totally see that it's not for everyone. You know, some people will miss the headstock. I mean, I love the Ibanez headstock, uh, so ah! I miss it too a little bit. Oh, Hang I'm on. sorry. Hang on. Damn it! Damn it! That's a foul. Yellow card. Yellow card. Okay. That's if a I get yellow. The red card, I get you... You I know what happens when you get two yellows? Ash gets promoted or, or demoted, depending on how you see it. <laughs> <laughs> From guest to co-host. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but you guys, do you guys have uh, any questions about about it? Um, I can just, I, you know, I could pitch it, but I actually just wanted to give you like a real, like uh, proper rundown on how I feel about it and what's so special about it. And um, yeah, it's super light. I think that's the first, the first point that you are going to figure out once you, you pick it up super light it's less than two and a half kilogram and um funny side story when we were setting up these guitars actually this very guitar slipped from my hand and now has a little ding right here <sighs> yeah i'm I thought sorry we were going to mention that <sighs> i'm sorry yeah i'm, I'm I, I just wanted you know i wanted to to address the elephant in the room because this guitar on purpose like by demand goes to Henning for review later like this month and he insisted on getting this color despite the little ding and I'm pretty sure that he's going to make fun of me in the video you know about oh this idiot look he dropped the guitar <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think he is well I think uh, oh he's actually here <laughs> hello oh. HP42 um, yeah, yeah I, I want to address this actually, Dan, if I may, because we're going to have Ash on in about 10 minutes about yeah, sure. the fact that we do talk about Ibanez a lot. Um, <laughs> that's what you said. That's what I said. I see it as a treat for the people that watch this channel, listen to the audio podcast, because we do have the brand manager from Ibanez here for, for Europe. And um, I see it as a treat as an inside sort of information rather than pushing Ibanez. Uh, so I hope that everybody's clear that that's how I feel about having Dan on the podcast. YouTube is apparently having a nightmare buffering. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just going to make sure everything's rocking and rolling. But apparently everything's right. fine. Yeah. But it appears to I mean, be Dan, we can, we can just, Dan's the issue. We, 
<laughs> well, let's Thank move on, ahead. Dan, because um, I'm worried sure. that this is going to drop out, and I want to get Ash on. Yeah, um, sure, so sure. Dan's. If there second... are any questions, just you know, put them in. If there are any questions, the then yeah, write down a letter. So um, <laughs> you've got a second pick, Dan. I, oh my goodness! Here we go. Oh, it's it's. Go on then. Issues. Yeah, that's another pick of mine. It's uh, the Iron Label series from my friends in Japan, and it's, it's been rebooted with uh, all black guitars. And we've got the old Cyphers line being uh, reintroduced. We've got a seven-string Iceman and a yeah collection of like two different basses. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to check out the guitars uh, very briefly. And uh, I'm I'm really I'm really stoked how they turned out because you know the all black kind of thing we started with the FR800 two years ago and last uh, and this year no last year and this year we had the the, the Geo version of it and those uh, those models they they are super nice they look cool they you know they are equipped with no frilled stuff it's just like a, a full metal machine and you've got the six string ciphers seven string ciphers and the the Iceman and to me the Iceman does it I don't know how you feel about it Andy but the Iceman is my winner. Me too. The Iceman there is absolutely killer. I love it. You, we, we, we're trying to get Ash on. You've got one minute more of shilling your wares from this company <laughs> in Japan. That Iceman is absolutely killer. Um, again, yeah. I'll, I'll mirror what everybody else has been saying. Please make a six-string version. I think that would be amazing in six-string. Yeah. So I think you'd sell a yeah. lot of six-string Icemen. Icemen? Icemans. Ice, Iceman? Iceman? Iceman. Yeah. Iceman. Iceman. Yeah. Um, I I could totally see a fireman of that too. I think you made yeah. that point already. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the um, stealth. Xyphus, uh, is it? Yeah. Which Zyphos. sounds like an STD. So, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> and then we've got the gig bag. Congratulations, and I, the gig bag. And I added that because I think it's such a nice touch that actually the logo on the gig bag is also black. <laughs> I think that's details, people. Right. I just think they ran out of white ink. I think. They just... <laughs> So it's a B stock. Come on, you're getting a B stock kickback. Uh, this I find this is something I did. Go, yeah, yeah. That. I'll have a little break for a minute. <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I was just like fiddling around with with uh, the ciphers and, and figured that it's pretty interesting to see if you just like like the the black iterations of this uh, of this model where it you know where it started back in uh, back in the day and where it now is. It, it's it has been pretty consistent, but there there has been quite. a some refinement that was going on. So starting from the pickups to hardware and all that stuff, it's 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 pretty cool to see um, you know where they started, how they kind of reshaped the, the the body design, um, and they they didn't you know get it wrong in the first place. They refined it quite quite early on, and from there it has been pretty consistent. And they were just playing around with you know inlays and headstock shapes and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, from its introduction in 2007 to 2021, it's it's been like the Cyphers has been around. And you know, has, was gone for a couple of we a couple of months or a couple of years and came back and but it still has you know been pretty consistent if you compare it to the first ones and uh, just that, that was a, a kind of interesting overview that I found out that you know for instance Dimaso deactivator pickups they have been in these in those guitars since day one basically and um, yeah it's always just it's just nice like a little geeky overview of you know where it all started and where we are now I think sometimes Thanks, it's, it's did you it's did you make that on company back. time? Just did you get paid to make that? Nope, I didn't. Oh. I actually used my lunch break for it because I'm silly <laughs> and geeky. <laughs> well, I just to say that I actually prefer the 2021 version 
to the 2007-2008. Um, yeah. It looks more expensive in the sense that it looks classier. I think the sleeker curves, they do it too. They, it looks much meaner. The other one looks yeah. a little bit like a... Yeah, right? They got a Mockingbird vibe on the original. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, it's time for my pick. All right. Andy's pick of the week. So it's my pick, chat. Are you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Andy's first peek is this. <laughs> Andy, what it is, is it? Oh, hang on. We've got a little person down there. That, that person shouldn't be there. Sorry, people listening to the audio version. That will make no sense. Um, that is the Cube Street uh, from Boss, not just from Roland. And that has just been released recently. And I happen to have one right here next to me in a box, which I'm not going to unbox because... I've got a massive story re regarding that one in the sense that many people ask me why I moved to Austria. And the short answer is that I busked my way around Europe uh, with the original Roland Cube Street. Am I saying it right? Because I always say Street Cube. Street Cube. Whichever one it is. Cube Street, Street Cube. Sorry, Dan. Do you still you still own that the original one? I still do. And um, that thing earned me so much money busking. Like I was, I was taking in sixty euros an hour, sixty to a hundred euros an hour, and spending it all on beer. <laughs> That's <sounds amazing. laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that thing earned its money more, like more than. So I've got a video coming up with the new version. Um, let's just take a look at some more pictures. There's the red one. That's the one that I had, the old version, which was branded Roland. Mm. And that's the one that I have in this new box. So I'm going to do a little comparison, a little story, and I'm going to go busking again to see if it uh, if it still delivers. Um, this one's got a Bluetooth module in it, so you can access the effects and stuff and change it with your phone. So I'm intrigued highly because the original, I can't say it sounded great because I was the other side of it, but mm -hmm. um, it earned me a lot of money. So therefore, it you know it did its job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all you could ask for. If it's robust and uh, just does the job, you know, there's there's no reason to to you know expect something that is you know hi-fi or something. No. Yeah. What what do, what do you think? Like, um, when it comes to busking, what's the ideal like setup for such an amp? Like, how many you know? What's the ideal setup? Does it take effects in a good uh, way? Or I was running uh, an acoustic guitar with a bit of reverb and uh, okay. a fifty-eight microphone. That was it. But these days, right. I could say that it has Bluetooth, so therefore for streaming from phones and things, that would mm -hmm. be useful. But quite honestly, I I did use the electric guitar effects um, back then in 2009, but wow. um, they weren't great. When they were great. No, no they weren't <laughs> great. They were very nasally and busted. They sound a bit like the camper that you tried earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, no disrespect to Kemper, Dan hasn't updated it in 10 years. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very excited about opening that up because a lot of memories has come from that uh, its predecessor. So I'm going to go out in the sunshine and play some music. Um, yeah, I just noticed something, like, Dan. Sorry, yeah, just to yeah. interrupt ourselves. We've got 65 people watching live on YouTube right now, which I think is a record. So Wow. We've got Ash coming up in a second. Ash has brought all these people with us, I assume. So thank you, Ash. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do my second pick, and then we can move on. My second pick is this, the Way Huge STO pedal. Um, 
which is the Super Terrific Overdrive, which I think is a great name. Um, <laughs> it's based on the Nobles ODR1, which is the oh, wow. secret, okay. secret, not so secret Nashville pedal, which is super mm -hmm. like, like nasally and, and greasy crunchy. One of my favorite pedals. Um, so yeah, this has been released or rather teased on Instagram. Um, any thoughts, Dan? I have no history with with uh, the original pedal, but uh, it sounds intriguing. I mean, what does it what does it better than the original? Can you give me a little bit of a rundown? No, like, I can't because no? one oh. of my questions is, why does it need to exist? Why do we have to have a clone yeah. of a pedal that only costs about a hundred bucks in the first place? Yep, that's the point. That's what I was thinking. Like, what's the, so this is what's coming in about one hundred and thirty nine bucks. So it's it's more okay. expensive, almost half as expensive again. Uh, as as the original, uh, I have oh. I love the the ODR one. I think it's a beautiful pedal, so uh -huh. therefore I would like to try this one just to see you know as you said what's what's different. Um, yeah. I guess I like the graphics. You know, it looks nice, and that's important. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, not four hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. Yeah. So that's that's kind of it for me. Um, we'll just do but, buy, borrow, or burn, and then yeah. we'll bring in our guest for the evening. So uh, people, remember what gear we did, and then I'll explain buy, borrow, or burn, and we can uh, play the game. Buy, <laughs> borrow, or burn. What are you drinking tonight, Dan? Tonight I'm drinking Spitzi. Spitzi. Franconian Spitzi from Frankenbrunnen. This episode so, is completely not sponsored by Frankenbrunnen. <laughs> if you don't know what a Spezi is, it's half Fanta, <laughs> half Coke, right? Yeah, and it's Which, fantastic. Like, really, it's great. I'm sorry. Honestly, I, I would prefer it if you'd said Ibanez than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really nice. I really wasn't uh, thinking that was going to be good. It's a beautiful drink. So, buy, borrow, or burn. No. Um, I'll I'm do it for guess... you. Okay, go for it. Hit me. All right, you want to buy the cube, the street cube, obviously. You are going to borrow the Iron Labels and the Q-Series to make demo videos. Um, and if you had to pick, you'd probably go with the Q just out of curiosity. Curiosity? Yeah, anyways. And uh, probably the way huge pedal, you borrowed that one. Am I close? Yeah. I think you're right, though, mate. Yeah. yeah. And okay. Somehow you managed yeah. to sneak in two Ibanez guitars or two two Ibanez ranges within one chip pick, and I'll let you do it. Um, yeah, yeah I, I agree there. So I'm going to guess that you would burn the STO overdrive because you seem to have no connection to it. Mm -hmm. I think you would. I think you would buy a Quest. I think I'd. You borrow the boss just to check it out to see if it sounds better than your camper. <laughs> By the way, just let me put one thing straight. My camper at home sounds amazing. <laughs> this one here hasn't been updated and it sounds horrible. But you know, that's how things evolve and you know get better over time. And you're 100 percent spot on. Um, Quest series, no doubt about that. I've ne I would have never thought that I fall in love with a headless model and definitely going to buy one. But you know. Got to send it, ship it out to to the dealers first, so that our friends get their hands on these models. So no quest for me in 2021, maybe 2022. And yeah, the boss, wow. I'm I'm super intrigued. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to to try that out. I think like busking is is one of the 
like the hardest disciplines when it comes to kind of building up self-esteem. You know, oh, when, man, when you man, of, it is, it is right? freaky. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, I'd like to talk to Ash about it in case she's done any, any of this. I'm just looking at her little yeah, sure. face to see it. But um, just on, as my opinion, you have to create your own stage in the middle of a normal place. You know, you're like, okay, I'm going to start turning this into a show now. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's people walking by, you know, with sandwiches and well, the second time I mentioned sandwiches. I, I'm quite hungry. Um, <laughs> and I love like, I don't know. Do you like, do you like uh, watching those kind of buskers? I, I love those Instagram videos like Ellie Sherlock and, and those kind of yeah, uh, girls, and girls that do that. That's I love amazing it it's stuff, so raw. Right? It's so honest. It's so open. Yeah. Um, and anything can happen. Um, which if, if anybody watches my boss video where I tell the story of it, I will tell many secrets and you know, uh, of what happened to me when I was busking. All right. Can you give us a way, like one tip to kind of overcome that stage fright? Yeah, just do it. Just start. Just, you know, just stop fanning around. Stop coiling your cable for the 10th time and saying, I'll, I'll do it now. I'll just tune the guitar one more time. Just go there, put the thing down, plug in and start going. And then <laughs> when you've woken up after about 20 minutes and gone, oh, that was it, you'll feel amazing. It's an absolutely, yep. absolute high um, to do it for me. Um, and to make people stay and see people smiling, uh, yeah, that was a, a great a great feeling. But, you know, the money was actually paying for my food, so it was nice to put money, <laughs> money in the case. Side effect. <laughs> Side effect, yeah. That's, we're not, I'm not in it for the money, as you know. But, um, Dan, we have a wonderful yeah. guest who was extremely patient enough to come back this week. And um, Dan and I have been talking about it for quite a while because <laughs> we've had this interview, well, interview chat queued up for a while, but also, as I said... She's rather mysterious. We don't know much about her. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess we'll we'll bring her in in just a second. Um, what do you know about Ashton? Let's let's. Uh, you know, she has uh, an what Instagram I know channel. About, she has an Instagram channel that I'm following. That she's yeah. into eighties eighties rock, glam rock, and and shred. She you know plays guitar. In a very fast way, much faster than I can play guitar, and uh, I really like like how she's approaching that stuff because she's got her own you know take on on a lot of things, and um, yeah, I don't know a lot. Like I don't even know Ash's full name. I don't know. Is that uh, like a mystery? It is. We're not going to ask. We're not going to ask. But she didn't say right. we can't guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's time <laughs> for our guest. Ash, hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm excited to talk to you both. You can finally hear my voice. Oh, <laughs> Is what you <yeah>. expected? <laughs> um, it, it, I'm, I'm, yeah, it kind of was. I'm, I'm glad that uh, it's not like this. But if it was, that would be fine also. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for, again, thank being you. so patient, but also just thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, How thank you, you for having me. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? Great. Dan? Excellent. Great. Yeah, excellent. Well, you're having a blast of a show and uh, glad to finally have you on the show after so many like times we tried to, to kind of find and make it happen and then see you. That's pretty cool. Like, shall we, shall we start just right away? Have you ever like spent time on the street busking with an acoustic or electric guitar, Ash? I have not. No, I honestly don't play very many shows. Sometimes I play with a local band here and I also work at my church 
as the worship director. So I'm in charge of all the music. So I get to, I get to play, you know, on Sunday mornings, but it's not like a rock show or anything. I would love to be in a band one day, but honestly, where I'm at, there's not a ton of musicians. So. Oh, wow. Where, where are your base? I'm in, I'm US based. But he's in the US. Yeah. There's several questions mm -hmm. we will not, you know, we've got to keep the mystery done. Got to keep the mystery. All right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, now now we've good. narrowed down to at least one, the continent. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, if you're not aware of who Ash is, then I'm sure. So, oh, there we go. I was just about to say that Valeria would put Ash's uh, profile in the chat and it's already there. Valeria, she's one of our moderators. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and just for fun, that's going to be in Spanish when you click that one. So that'll be, uh, that'll be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, uh, Ash, I found your profile a while ago. It just came up in recommendations because you, you're playing some shredding songs from the 80s. Um, and actually, you did you you did a request for me the other day, and I want to say thank you so much. You you asked you're um, if anyone had any requests, and I said, can you give us some Queen, please? And then you did. And I, I, I love that special. Queen song. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. That's it's such a good one. I think it's my favorite one, actually. I, I want it all, wasn't it? Yes. I yeah, want it, it was all. I love a that very intro strange solo. choice. Like I'm a huge yeah. Queen fan. But I I never would have guessed that would have been the one you'd chosen. Well, that one's from the eighties, I believe. So ah, yeah, I had yeah, to true. I picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I recently introduced my son to Queen, 80s Queen, which I'm not telling oh, him wow. is the same mm -hmm. band as 70s Queen. And his favorite song is The Invisible Man. Um, oh. Because he's invisible, you know. And <laughs> yeah, It's a funny video also. Uh, but yeah, uh, Ash's volume is a bit low. Okay, I will bring that up. Thank you for letting me know in the chat. What I do is I will take Dan down and bring the interview up. That should help us. Good. Right. So, um, firstly, in the chat, if you've got any questions for Ash, um, then let us know. Um, Rocket Guitars wishing us a happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Being British, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, you said that you worked uh, in the church as the worship leader. Um, I've seen some of these shows online. They do look like rock shows. Some of them can be, yes. So... We have a traditional service and a more contemporary service. And the contemporary one has more electric guitar in it than the traditional one. It, the traditional one's more piano based. But so right. that's fun getting to do that every week. And do you lead both? Like I I sing actually in the second one and play the guitar. In the first one I just play the guitar. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Okay, wow, this is cool. So I should have a pen. I should be making notes so I can, you know, write the the biography. <laughs> U.S. continent, church, sing, eighties. Right, Dan, help me out. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, like you started Instagram like three years ago. Is that right? Roughly. Oh my gosh! You know, I can't even. It it was when I think it was in twenty eighteen. So yes, it was three years okay. ago. And I wanted to have a place to track my progress and a place to put my music because it's, it's more fun when you have an audience that cares about what you're doing. And I'm yeah, so glad yeah. that, you know, my audience has watched me throughout this whole time of just me progressing and keep getting better and better as I go, because yeah. obviously I've grown throughout this experience. 
So I wanted a place yeah. to be able to track my progress and be able to look back and see how much I've grown. And also later to be able to have a platform to release my music. Eventually, I want to be able to release my own songs, instrumental and maybe expect some vocals too. <laughs> eventually, um, definitely oh, rock songs, yeah. rock, rock, punk based. And I think oh, wow. it's awesome to be able to connect with other musicians as well and get to meet both of you and just getting to do collabs as well has been a really cool thing to have this community of musicians. So what's um what's the best thing about being on Instagram? You've named a few things there, but is there something that sticks out like you like something that happened that you couldn't believe had happened and that's thanks to have taking the plunge to doing something with social media? I just, again, it's having that audience that cares about what you're doing. And I think it's awesome that I have people that comment and take the time to comment. I really try to make sure I comment back to everybody because I appreciate them taking the time to first watch my video and then take the time to comment on it. So it's really cool to be able to connect with other people. Cool. Well, speaking of commenting, we've got some some chats uh, questions. Uh, one is from Rock All Star Zero One, and uh, they ask, "Hi, oh, they say hi, Ash. How long have you been playing, and why the '80s?" I've been playing since 2016, and it's the '80s because my mom actually showed me '80s music videos one day, and I thought I want to be able to play like that. It was Slash. <laughs> Slash was kind of the reason I wanted to pick up the guitar in the first place because I saw the Sweet Child of Mine video and I thought that solo was epic and it still is epic. That was actually like my life's goal was to be able to play the Sweet Child of Mine solo, which I have since accomplished, but <laughs> I have obviously new goals, but <laughs> I think it's, it's cool um, to be able to do that. And with the 80s, I love the 80s because electric guitar is the central focus pretty much. It's really the star. Um, music nowadays, it's not so much, not saying it's not, but I think all genres in the 80s were great. Pop, rock, you know, everything. The music was just, there's nothing like it to me. It's <laughs> very awesome. interesting to hear, to, hear, to hear talk about the 80s. I think you're probably not even born in the 80s and uh, you kind of regard this as like the, the best of, of the best when it comes to music. But ne don't let us forget that there's one thing that's even better than the music of the 80s. It's the hairdo. Hairstyle, <laughs> I thought you were about to say movies. <laughs> no. Oh, also movies. Oh, we could do a whole show. Yeah, movies too. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. A lot, a lot of uh, yeah, the hair movies. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the big hair and the fun clothes and all the leather. I think that's really fun. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> One of my favorite bands of all time is the Bangles. And they just absolutely killed it in the 80s. And um, I had a massive crush on, on was it Suzanne. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, Eternal Flame was a classic when I was mm -hmm. <clears throat> much, much younger. But then um, the guitar parts in Walk Like an Egyptian is it's a manic Monday. It's just so, so good. And it's so musical yet. It's 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 um it's athletic, you know, in this fun way that the 80s is, as you mm -hmm. said. But it's also so musical. Um so I discovered them, you know, I think probably via, yeah, probably via Slash. And I had an 80s thing because I, I started playing guitar in the 90s, which was the antithesis, antithesis, the anti-80s. 
So the guitar <laughs> solo died in the 90s. And yeah. um, Nirvana, Susanna Hoffs. Thanks, Brian's Gate. Thank you very much. I just need a minute, actually. Okay, I'm good. And and, and I mean, for you, Andy, just like to to kind of to get that transition done. Like, how was that for you when you came from the like the big solos, the big hair, and the big gestures, and then everything was so small, so reduced, and so like Nirvana. Like, weren't you missing uh, something? No, some I, that's or, when I no? found guitar accessible. So in the same way that, as you're saying, Ash, that you were inspired by Slash to be able to achieve this, I was listening to Queen pretty much nonstop. was the only band that we could listen to in my house. It was my, my dad's favorite band. And um, uh, I, I saw Brian May as a god. Um, and I saw that what he did is, is on such a pedestal that I would never achieve something like that. And then Nirvana came along with some bar chords and power chords. And I suddenly I found my, my, my in, you know? Um, and I still don't play like Brian May or Slash um, or Kurt Cobain, but um, yeah, <laughs> I, I still appreciate the 90s very much, but I can now appreciate the 80s, which I really didn't in the 90s. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, hang on, I've got, we've got some great chats. There's a lot of love for the 80s in the chat. So yeah. MTV was awesome in the 80s. It absolutely was. Um, for sure. Is there anything like it these days? Well, I guess we've got YouTube, right? Yeah, there's yeah. this stuff. Um, what else? Jason Carter. I was in my teens in the 80s. I thought the music was terrible at the time. Looking back, <laughs> I should have appreciated it more. Okay, well, a question to the people in the chat. What is your favorite 80s song that has a guitar in it? We'll, we'll see if it matches with Ash. And I'd like to ask Ash, what what's your sort of top three, if, if you have a top three? Oh, my gosh. That is so hard to pick. The top three... Can I give you my top three like bands? <laughs> Can I do you that? Do anything you want. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Guns N' Roses is my favorite band. I actually got to see them front row, like on the on the rail in the pit, um, and the reunion tour. And that was like one of the best yeah. nights ever. <laughs> my mom came <laughs> with me, so she's, uh, yeah, she's a trooper. But that was really fun. And then I love Van Halen. I'm mentioning more than three. I love Motley Crue. Def Leppard, White Snake. I know I'm missing so many Poison, all of them. It's really hard for me to pick a top three songs, though, because I feel like it changes. I love Patience by Guns N' Roses. That'll always be one of my favorite songs. Hmm. Okay, then if you, you were to, if you were to pick up a guitar, sorry, Dan, if you were to pick up a guitar oh. right now, what's the first song that you would play? Like, what's that go-to 80s riff <laughs> that, you would, that you would go to? Probably Beat It right now. I the nice. beat it solo is amazing and the beat it riff is iconic. So probably that. And which guitar would you pick up looking at the ones behind you? I <laughs> that depends. It would either be my Fender, my Fender Strat, which was like my first big girl purchase. Um, one of my higher end guitars. That's a it's a Fender American Professional Strat. But I also love I have two Ibanez. I have an purple burst and then a pink sparkle one i love ibanez my my dream guitar is actually the steve vi pia in mb green which i think both of you have maybe but i love i love that guitar i love steve vi he's one of my big inspirations as well so <laughs> there's gonna be several people in the chat it's poo ninja in the chat because uh, <laughs> he really wants a pia i don't have a pia ash just so you know yeah. i don't have a pia 
We'll just leave that there for the moment. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> Sad eyes. They're really pretty. <laughs> yeah, I've I've held several, and they 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 are phenomenal. So I I understand your your passion. Dan's not into Ibanez, really. He's Dan's not really an Ibanez kind of guy. Hi, Dan. <laughs> not at all. No. No, but I got I got to say, the pink one suits you really well. Um, more like a beginner's guitar, Thank but you. it looks great, and uh, I'm I'm always impressed that, that these guitars have such much uh, so much stage presence. Kind of, that's cool. Yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. But, yeah. But I'm also interested. Like, do you have any? And then maybe, maybe um, Andy can also answer what his uh, number three songs are. But uh, like, do you have any contemporary bands that that kind of convey the same vibe that you that you feel when you hear like those '80s bands? Are there any modern bands that kind of? Not that really convey make, the same no. sound. But I do still like like the modern rock. That I like some. I like. I prevail. I don't know if you know that band. I I like about two of their songs. I really like I really like their sound, and uh, I do like other solo artists, but they're not really rock. Like I like Casey Musgraves, Harry Styles solo stuff. Okay. So it's not just it doesn't have to be just rock. I like okay. lots of genres. Yeah. What about Steel Panther? You know, I honestly don't know very much by then. That might be embarrassing for me to say out loud. No, uh, you are about to have your world exploded when you, <laughs> when you leave this chat and you Google Steel Panther and have a sense of humor and maybe not look at some of the lyrics when your mum is around. But um, uh, they're, they're a modern homage to the 80s. They're, they're, even more, they're more Southern. They're fantastic musicians. They have a big sense of humor and big hair so um, it's a <laughs> really great. fun band I, I think you should awesome. love some of that and you should you're definitely going to enjoy the guitar definitely yeah oh I bet I will definitely look at it darkness. we shouldn't forget about the darkness the darkness of course one of the greatest like 80s bands that actually did not happen in the 80s but way later and uh, they've created some amazing solos and uh, Permission to Land is one of the best albums ever I'm going to send you some stuff, Ash. Expect yes. your your inbox to be full of listen to this for the next month. Um, awesome, I, I'm ready. This from Fred Wolf, Burning Heart from Rocky Four. Oh my goodness, what a track! I love that song. Mm. That's on my running. Yeah, playlist. Survivor. It's, yes, very motivating. Yes, oh, I, I, we could just we could just sit here all night and just say the words of '80s bands. White Snake. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um let's let's get a bit geeky are you into gear at all ash is it is the guitar sort of you know is that your baby and then do you have to have a certain number of pedals and amps or is it something else i'm not a gearhead like at all like i don't know what i'm doing that much i use a line six helix so i know enough Good to choice you know, build my patches and get through. And then I play it through a head rush speaker, but I don't have like a bunch of pedals. I just do what sounds good. And uh, I have fellow friends that know how to play that can help me if I need help, but I'm really not a gearhead. I'm not. <laughs> then you're, you're safe because you can spend all this time playing music and not like <laughs> ogling pedals and, and and having that, if only I had this, then I would be so much better feeling, which of course many yeah. people will agree that is how it is. But um, it sounded like you were like apologizing 
definitely not. If it, if it sounds good, it is good. That's a golden rule, man. That's yeah. um, unless it's Dan's camper this evening. I got to lay off camper. It's really, it's really not fair. Why? Come on. I like <laughs> camper. Yeah. Um, I get to play a, a, a Fractal uh, X3 on the weekend. Mm -hmm. I've never played a Fractal Audio X3, and that's that's going to be exciting. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I also have a. Modern sorry, machines. Dan. What? I mean, awesome. No, no. Sorry, I was I was just making a point that like all of those modern machines, they now all sound great. I mean, I th I think like ninety eight percent of the people ain't gonna hear a difference between actually the modeled sound and and the real thing. You know, that's that's just how it is nowadays. Yeah, but there's people in the chat still just naming eighty songs and bands, and there's a lot yeah. of love. <laughs> yes. Great. <laughs> I mean, even even don't forget. I mean, we talk about like the, the the glam metal bands, but don't forget that OG Metallica, like they had their heyday in Hell the eighties. Yeah. You know, the the, mm -hmm. the greatest albums yeah. came out in the eighties. So we shouldn't forget. For about sure. That. Yeah. Um. I, can we talk about your Instagram stuff and and how you record? Because I'm sure there's some people watching this that are interested. Not maybe not so in the gear, but in the how to. Mm -hmm. You know, are you are you filming with your phone and in the room, or, or how are you setting it up? Yeah, so I actually am filming with my phone, and it's amazing how clear it is sometimes. Wow! Um, and then I use I use Reaper to record my audio, so okay. that's how I do it. And then I have some backdrops in my room, and it ends up looking okay <laughs> by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> that was honestly my biggest question because every time you yeah. every time you do a video, I'm like, where is she now? Where? where yeah. How many how many yeah. walls does she have in her house? The marble background. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> not that i have like 50 rooms in my house it's just it's pretty much the one room and me just changing the the tapestry behind me <laughs> but it works it absolutely does oh that, that makes me feel bad but also good you know, that, i want you to have a big house i want you to be very successful but also i was kind of envious <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, Valeria also likes your backdrops, so uh, yeah. Um, Thank you. I think you have a like a like the one like your top, your, the leopard skin background. That's that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yes, um, I love animal print. Yeah. <laughs> yes, animal print. That's that's very Sorry. Yeah. Yes. And. <laughs> Dan, I feel like I'm doing all the talking. I'm sorry. I'm just super intrigued no, about this person we I'll don't go. know anything about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'll go. I'll go. I'm, I'm, I'm just checking out like all the backgrounds. I'm just like stoked trying to figure out what's <laughs> the best one. I like the one with with the lighting that goes down too. But um, yeah, the leopard is maybe a little Thank bit you. too much for my personal taste, but it's 100 percent eighties. 100 percent eighties. It is. <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons I would like to own the Billy Joe Armstrong Les Paul Jr. is the case is leopard skin. And that's a terrible Ooh. reason to want a guitar, but it looks great. That's okay. <laughs> it's not original, right? It's just like leopard design, right? It's not a real leopard, no. It doesn't, it doesn't meow. <laughs> just to clarify things. Case. Yeah, otherwise you get some, some, some bad emails overnight. Yeah. yeah. And the, <laughs> I'm in a sort of dad rock band and... and uh, Steve, the other guitar player, he has a case and that's got leopard print in it. It doesn't matter which gig we turn up to because we also do like a country blues kind of thing. It's still the same case with this, <laughs> this leopard skin. I'm like, do you only have the one case? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> no, it's, it's really that's fun. Great. I really like it. I love the, I love the, um, the extravagance, the over the top 
Um, I think the closest thing we get to it these days is rap, like the sort of exuberance and spending all the money and everything's, um, you know, not necessarily expensive, but there's a show element to it. And I think we're missing that in the guitar world these days. There's certainly, as you said at the beginning, the, the guitar has become... Uh, or paraphrasing what you said, the guitar is slightly back in the role of a band these days. Mm -hmm. And in the 80s, it was at the forefront. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to be one of those guitar players that says, I wish it would come back. But certainly it's still there because we've got Spotify and all these other ways to find music. It's, you just have to find it rather than it be in the, the forefront of the... Uh, I was going to say the forefront of the zeitgeist, but that would make me sound like a dick. So I'm not going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the pictures in the magazines um yeah um, you, you, can, you can see this nowadays the trends like you know do you still remember like 10 years ago or five years ago when everyone was saying okay music videos are dead but nowadays with youtube kind of you know finding their own like very every band kind of finding their own niche audience like music videos become more and more important to kind of you know but it's like a new taste and it's very niche it's very stylish for some you know bands they kind of custom tailor their videos for their target audience and i think those kind of flashy exuberant videos they are coming back for like the right target audience so um yeah i don't know maybe ash just needs to find a band and kind of create a new 80s vibe rock band that has all the flashy videos for sure <laughs> yeah so you, you said you're going to release yeah. some music soon um how far along that plan are you because what's what's soon and and you know are there any songs written or, or what, what's there this are current... um, oh, great. Yeah, so there is one, there's one that's totally done. That's with vocals. It has more of a punk vibe to it. There's actually another one too that's rock and it has vocals. And I just need to record it like you know professionally, <laughs> not have my little rough draft. Um, but it's good to have that to go off of. And then I have two instrumentals as well that aren't done yet. But I hope to release like an EP. I really want you this summer. I'm not going to say that's for sure, but I would love if it was done by this summer because <laughs> I have a break with school right now and oh, I can wow. really, you know, get things done and not have such a crazy schedule. <laughs> well, I hope it goes well. Um, and Thank then you. I guess you, you've already got like the, the setup, the, everything's set there in place with the Instagram uh, profile and presence being quite strong. I would hope that when Thank you me. release this music, it's it's going to get the push that other bands are working from the other side, you know, making the music first and then having to build a social presence. Is that something that you I, did intentionally? or I didn't really think I was going to release an EP. People have asked me, like, when I started playing. So I guess it wasn't intentional, but now my dreams have, I guess, changed or formed. So that's cool to have an audience to be able to really release your stuff to when it is time sure definitely but it but it takes like a lot of effort and a lot of guts to kind of expose yourself to the public and uh i really find interesting to see how you described that you did that and you you sound so positive about it but uh i, I must imagine that there's not always just 100 percent positive feedback how do you deal with uh you know the 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 internet trolls that kind of comment and stuff and is that something that that kind of hits you and hurts you to some degree? Or do you just go by, okay, well, I've, I've got like 95% of my people that love the content and those 5% I can just, you know, get out of my, my focus. How do you deal with that? Right. That's more my approach of what you just said. It is annoying to have trolls. I don't have like a ton, a ton of them, but a lot of people are going to 
get trolled no matter what. Like I look at Steve Vai videos and then there's just a bunch of trolls. And I'm like, you're trolling Steve Vai? It's absolutely ridiculous. They just want somebody to troll. And then when you click on their profile, they have like one follower and they don't even play the guitar or they don't put it out there for you to see, but somehow they're an expert on it. You know what I mean? So I try not to let those people get to me and focus on all the positive. I will definitely take constructive criticism. It's not uh -huh. that I don't want any feedback or anything, but yeah, everybody, you just need to focus on your own journey. And that's another thing with Instagram. I feel like people kind of compare where they are um, to other people because some people grow a lot faster because yeah. they have time to post stuff like every day. I don't have time to post something every day. I'm good to post something once a week and maybe twice. And yeah. that's really how you, I think, get more followers is to post something consistently. So um, comparison yeah. is the thief of joy. So you just got to focus on your own, on your own journey. <laughs> very that's good point. And Andy's making notes. That's very good. <laughs> have you, I mean, that's that's of course some sort of learning curve. Um, was there like this approach has has that developed over time, or was that already like from day one the same thing that where, or did you have any kind of second thoughts or doubts the day one when you? I think the first thing you posted was you with your Epiphone slash inspired guitar. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I see Carl from Guitar Lessons three six five. Hey, Carl. Saying I love trolling Ash. He, I have to talk about Carl for a second. He is how I, I want to be able to play guitar without Carl. He, through his academy and his massive YouTube channel, he is the reason why I play the guitar. So oh, wow. thank you, Carl. People sh hey, should Carl. check out his guitar academy. He is an absolutely phenomenal player, musician, and teacher. So I guarantee you, uh, so many people have learned from his videos on YouTube. So good, good to see you, Carl, in there. <laughs> I feel quite honoured um, to see his face pop up, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Carl, feel free to put the link to your channel in the chat so people can check you out. That will that will be fine, uh, or Valeria will find it because uh, people deserve to find your channel. <laughs> Sorry, Ash, please continue. Okay, I have to figure out what, what was I talking about. Okay, Instagram. So it definitely was a learning. It was a learning curve. I didn't know really what I was doing in the beginning, like how to deal with the hashtags or really anything but I think hashtags is key if you're wanting your content to show up I think as well and the reels have really helped me as well that new mm -hmm. it's I, I don't know if it's just still a new feature I can't remember when it came out but I yeah, it's, it's that I've really benefited from those so I, yeah, I had to kind of figure out what worked and what didn't and figure out a way to keep be able to have people see my content. So what's the difference between like for you as an Instagram artist between the reels and the posts? Okay, what what was the difference? Is it is it more engagement or what makes it different? It has it has gotten me more engagement through the reels for some reason. And I don't know if it's the Instagram algorithm. I'm not really sure why that is. But or if it's just a shorter clip, so people are more prone to click on it so they don't have to commit you know to a minute long video but it definitely has helped me <laughs> a minute no way <laughs> i know it's, it's so long <laughs> if i may as well i think it's also because you have a very um defined niche because you're playing guitar and it's 80s songs and therefore we know what we're going to get if you suddenly did something different, and I'm not saying you couldn't, but if you did something different, mm -hmm. it would be a shock. Um, so 
that's that's a re- I don't know if that was intentional or, or it sounds like it kind of was, but like it's a passion. But um, for me, as as a YouTuber, it, it, you have to. Uh, no, you have to. Sorry, hang on a sec. I try. I try not to deal in absolutes. Um, I find it best <laughs> when I do things that I have a passion for, and for me, those oh, yeah. things are, are fuzz pedals, for example. Um, mm-hmm. And when I do that, I know my viewers respond um, more positively because because uh, they know I'm having a great time. And sometimes, I'll be honest, I'm doing stuff that I'm not so interested in, um, and I'm still right. sharing that experience with the viewer, and that that's not so not so popular. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely stick to what makes you happy. And so you're not learning something just, you know, you have to do something you'd like, because you're going to want to do it if you like it. So I love Yeah, and most of the good, like, like I said before, the 80s just has so many guitar parts in it, that today's music, I would, I've seen people like do shred versions of this or that song. So you could still incorporate the guitar. But for for now, I I enjoy doing the covers. Sure. Um, you got some people comparing it to TikTok. Are you on TikTok? Is that something you've done? I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on there. Maybe maybe I should. <laughs> but that's something I don't have right now. I think that would that would probably work too because um, it's interesting to see that there it's almost like two different universes. Um. Mm-hmm. You have artists that are so big on Instagram and have like a very little following or even not even account on TikTok. And then you've got those TikTok stars that are like barely known on Facebook or even Instagram. And then, you know, it's a rare breed, but there are some that have a big following on Instagram and a big following on on TikTok. And I think that's like the best you can do, especially if you, you know, if you're able, if you're capable of, you know, providing content that's suitable for both platforms. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's something I should definitely look into. <laughs> I should definitely do that because I know that it's an awesome platform as well. And a lot of people get a ton of followers on that, too. You um, you mentioned collaborations earlier. What collaborations have you done? And are there any more planned? So I have done a tribute to Steve Vai for the love of God with female rockers on Instagram. It's on their YouTube as well. And it was, I believe eight guitarists, eight female guitarists. And we did the whole song. So that was really cool because I already love Steve Vai and then getting to cover his song was awesome. And I've also did um, the shredding for hope with Kate Devon is the one who organizes it. It's on Bradley Hall's, guitar channel and that was all female as well and that was just you make up your own part and you shred so those are the two that I've, d- I've done other smaller collaborations on instagram as well with like my followers um etc but i i do have some more planned i don't know when they're going to be out but yes they're definitely i want to keep collaborating cool sounds awesome <laughs> always a good idea yeah I'm going to put myself out there and say I'd like to do something, but I I feel under pressure because I don't think I could perform as well as you do. But what? <laughs> I would love to do something. Yeah, we should I, get that I, in the works. So. Let me get some clean. Do you know what? I've always wanted to do a mm-hmm. harmony guitar part like Iron Maiden. 
I've never done that oh, yeah. with anybody. I, I find Iron Maiden and the harmony guitar part generally, and Thin Lizzy as well. Um, I, mm -hmm. I, I just find it so cool for the ear. And as a player, oh, and yeah. as, a listen, as a music appreciator as well, it's like, I like it when they play the same thing and then they go off in two different directions. And, like, ah! mm -hmm. um, and the harmonies tone being, are so cool. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we could do something like that, but it would have to be like happy birthday or, or something simple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would have to be happy birthday but yes the harmonies are so cool and then I forgot to mention the scorpions I just had to go back to that for a minute because I love the really? scorpions and I definitely think of harmonies when I think of the scorpions for no one like you especially okay so, I, I'm not into scorpions band. what scorpions track should mm -hmm. I check out I mean I know wind of change of course and Dan's German okay. so you know scorpions and you know the yeah no Germany. one like you no <laughs> Rocky like a hurricane. Like a hurricane, yeah. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, I know that one. Um, um, what's it? They have a slower ballad. I can't think of it right now, but it's one of my favorite ones. I'm like seeing it in my head. <laughs> is that is that Wind of Change or is that another? Still one? loving you. Still, Still loving, loving you. you. I, I love one. that okay. song. Yeah, right. and Rhythm of Love is good too. They have a lot of good love. ones. Oh, I wish my writing wasn't so bad because I'm going to look at that tomorrow and wonder what I <laughs> And you end up um, playing Wonderwall. Yeah, I'll be Wonderwall. <laughs> um, Buzzle Boys are back in town. What is anything Lizzie 1980s? Forgive me, everybody, but did Phil Lynott make it to the 80s? Because it's a, I play a lot of Thin Lizzie in the house, but I'm not sure if it's also 80s. Because Gary Moore joined. I... Oh, I feel terrible for saying that. <laughs> also, someone in the chat will happily correct me. Um, <laughs> oh, Fergie and Francis got it. The Trooper. We should do The Trooper. Mm. I made Oh, it. yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Have you ever tried That'd that, Ash? Cool. The Trooper? I, I haven't. I don't know a lot of Iron Maiden, to be honest, but I'm sure I would like it. Yeah, it's, yeah that's a cool one. It's good. Yeah, it's a good riff. Um, Sweet. Still loving you. Ah, oh, sorry, that's Michiel. Uh, Michiel's typing extra slow today. <laughs> Michiel, are you? <laughs> Michiel's in last week's show. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> Boys are back in town. Is nineteen seventy six. Um, okay. But is there is there anything Liz is in the eighties? Dan seems to be googling frantically. Um, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was just or... checking like Phil in it. Yeah, Thin Lizzy was like until they. I think they assembled in eighty three when I was born. Yeah. Ah. So early 80s but like the, i think the classic time was late 70s ish okay yeah i Boys agree in town yeah okay ash what's the best year in the 80s for some reason <laughs> i want to say 1987 i is that when appetite for destruction was released i think it was think so, but yeah, yeah. i may be I wrong no about that i always just want to say 1987 <laughs> Sounds cool, and I'm sure it was cool. But um, yeah, I always say I wish I was a teenager in the '80s so I could have seen my favorite bands like in their prime. I'm still trying to see like a lot of them now, but it would have been cool to see them at like the height of their popularity. Yeah. So, okay, the other so... Hand, there, there was no social media in the '80s, so that's a completely different animal too, right? Yeah, totally different. In some ways, that sounds nice to just be able like because so many people are on their phones constantly but then it has done like so much opened so many doors for people so it's you know like that 
If um if you were able to tra uh, travel in time, someone gives you a time traveling Ibanez Pia, mm -hmm. and when you play a certain riff, it takes you back to a certain just a product idea, Dan. Um, uh, when you play a riff, it takes you back to a certain year. Which bands would you want to see? Like, what would be top of your list to see live? Uh, I'm assuming Guns N' Roses Heyday would be number one. Yes. So what Guns N' Roses would Heyday would be number one. Oh my gosh! I this isn't even like a necessarily rock band. I love Brian Adams. I don't know if you okay. Yes, I would oh, want to see Brian cool. Adams back in the day. Legend. I like Poison. Yes, I'd want to see Poison. I know I'm missing people, but those yeah. Brian Adams, Guns N' Roses. Definitely some of my top people. Brian Adams? I'd like to see Brian Adams in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's great. But even and nowadays, Halen, I mean, of course. Yeah. Unlike unlike a lot of bands yeah. from the 80s, I think Brian Adams is one of the guys that is still like a blast when you see him live on stage. I've seen him twice. Um, yeah. yeah. And he's he sounds amazing still, too. It was yeah. amazing. So he's he's really think, good. He 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 hasn't been stuck like in those '80s sounds and in, in you know the overall '80s appearance. I think he's kind of developed over time into that like oh, past yeah. '80s modern times Brian Adams that can mature and it's not just like a I don't know like a, a joke from the '80s that's still around. Right. Nowadays, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's definitely definitely still solid and very good. <laughs> I've yeah. totally forgotten Brian Adams, and I feel terrible now. And, and Brian, if you're watching. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Uh, um, uh, probably better should, call him after the show, right? I'll rectify that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carl says Van Halen. Of course, Van Halen. Oh, yes. yes. I can't forget them. Of course, Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you so, stretch as far as ACDC? Like in that sort of heavy or rock metal I do appreciate I do appreciate ACDC. Who doesn't? They're they rock, but they're not one of my they're not one of my top. They're not one of my top bands. They just aren't. But they still have some awesome jams. Yeah, I have an amazing ACDC story, if I may share it. And that is that... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. Because <laughs> I already started. Sorry, it's really rude of me. <laughs> um, they played here in Austria. And they played an open air show. And they had the bell. Boom. Boom. Mm -hmm. And then they came a thunder. Ah, 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 ah. And mm -hmm. then a lightning storm and thunderstorm happened for real. What? So oh my gosh. ACDC are playing <laughs> with that happening. And there's a real thunder and lightning storm. And it starts raining. And everybody gets completely soaking wet as it's happening in the song with ACDC. And it is quite, a, quite an experience. Yeah. That's epic. <laughs> Um, and no, the ACDC story does not include my hair. I assume you're talking to me, Buzzle, because I have the almost Brian May, uh, the Miracle album uh, song video. Okay, um, I got so many questions for the '80s movies. We have, we've got to do movies. Okay, so do you also do '80s movies, Ash? You know, I honestly don't watch like TV very much at all. I know that sounds crazy. I just don't have the time. And if I do have time, I want to play my guitar or do something musical. You know what I mean? So I, I've definitely seen some classic 80s movies like 16 Candles. That's 80s, right? I've seen that one. <laughs> that, one's, that one's good. But I don't know a ton. So you could enlighten me. <laughs> what are your favorites? 
10? <sighs> Early 80s? I mean, 90, 80 was Empire, Empire Strikes Back, just like to check off the Star Wars part. Uh, Ghostbusters is super 80s. <laughs> right? Dan, you're forgetting the ultimate. Know. Back to the future. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Back to the future, of course. Indiana that Jones. That's what started my guitar career. Back to the future. <laughs> the way Marty McFly plays, um, as it's Hugh Lewis in the news, Power of Love, mm -hmm. that cover is, oh, you should do that. The, the Marty McFly and the Pinheads version of um, The Power of Love. That's a great <laughs> guitar part. Oh, my goodness. That's good. I'm getting shivers just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> Top Gun. Top Gun. Oh. Guitar, oh. huge. Um, what was the what was the track in um, in in Top Gun? I can't remember. Um, uh, that that was um, wait 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 wait. Something Steve about Stevens. breathing. Steve Stevens, right? I don't know. <laughs> I've forgotten. My mind's gone blank. I'm too excited. Yeah. Karate yeah, Kid, was... Glory of Love. Oh my goodness, you're the best. Ah, oh, Danger Zone. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. <laughs> Danger Zone and Take My Breath Away sorry we're just listing 80s yeah. movies and 80s songs out and I'm having a great time Axel F I mean yeah. that's that's like an evergreen okay Axel F right the final countdown the movie not the song Ooh. I didn't know there was yeah. a movie me either <laughs> nope um, okay, well, I'm having a great time, Ash, just, just reminiscing about when I was a little oh, yeah. boy in the 80s and, and now um, pretending I'm both younger and older. Um, Back to the Future was 1985, yes. Uh, so I would have been four in 1985, so I didn't see it in 1985 because that would have been ridiculous. But I did, you know, I did see it slightly later. I must have been young, though. I think I was too young to see Back to the Future when I saw Back to the Future. Huh. I have to have a word with my parents. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all share share such stories. I remember vividly that I wanted to desperately wanted to see Ghostbusters and my mom actually I think recorded it on tape but then she rewatched it and thought I was too young to to see it and so she erased the tape. <laughs> yeah. That's a sad story. Yeah. But she's right. She did the right thing then. <laughs> Imagine the past you could you could have been some paranormal scientist by now in New York and uh, <laughs> going off. The, oh, there's a, moth, there's a moth in here. Go away, moth. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Ash, what's next for you? Like you say, you've got like music coming out. You're, you've got some, some self-written and self-recorded stuff. Mm -hmm. I know you said when it's coming. What's next with Instagram? And are you going to get like posting more often or just posting stronger? Or what's, what's your plans? I... I try, I'm going to try to post more often now that it's summer and I have a break from school. So I'm going to try to do that and just, yeah, keep being consistent, keep engaging with my audience and see, see where it takes me. It seems like you're having amazing, amazing fun. So I'm, I'm really, <laughs> really, I look up to you in that sense. I look at you like someone who's purely enjoying what they're doing. Yep. Um, and that's you. one of the main reasons we asked you to come on the show because there's there's obvious joy in in your videos and the only downside is that I do want to see more. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I hate to push you, but you know, come on, 
Come on. <laughs> We've given you, Thank you a whole list. You're welcome. You're welcome. Please, please reciprocate by, by learning those songs. <laughs> yes. Andy, Andy's wish list, powered by Ash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Sorry. Sorry, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, oh, just because yeah. my name's Ferris, you know, and I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> awesome. Wow. Um, did you have any opinions, Ash, on the gear that we talked about earlier? Just to bring it back to earlier in the show, um, we had two. Here it comes. Here he goes. I, met, I only I only bring up the word gear. How do you feel about headless guitars, Ash? You know, I've never played one, so I can't really judge it off of that. I do like having a head a headstock, but okay. that wouldn't mean I want to play that. I think I am drawn to the headstock but that does look really cool <laughs> i'm not against yeah. it i just need i would need to try it you know what i mean yeah. before but it looks awesome and the iceman looked really cool too that's what's, what's that's cool dream guitar that you that you always wanted to have i mean i uh, i figured like the 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 fender strat is probably the one guitar like your big girl purchase that uh, you always want to have like is that something <laughs> That you always that you always wanted to have and, and kind of would love to get your hands on sooner or later. Again, it's the it's the Pia, um, the Ibanez Green. Pia. I and, uh, and I would honestly take any color, but the Envy <laughs> Green is my favorite. Yeah. The Envy Green is my favorite. I just think it's a gorgeous guitar, and I really look up to Steve Vai. But I'm, yeah. I know there's lots of other awesome guitars too. I picked the Fender because I know it's. I really didn't know like much about, I guess, guitars then. And I knew that a Strat is very, you know, versatile. So that was kind of why I went with that. But I've really learned to love Ibanez since then. I've been drawn to all the gorgeous Ibanez guitars as well. That's cool to hear. Hey. That's, a, that's the sound <laughs> we play when someone says Ibanez and I've, I've avoided that's it all. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine that's the one, you know, just to cover all the times that Dan has obviously paid you to say the word Ibanez. At 20 times. <laughs> Can I ask, do you have your strat near you? Is it sort of, maybe we could take a look at it if you if you could reach it. Here it is. Oh. Yes, here it is. Yeah. So which, which model is this? Oh, you said it's the American Professional, right? It's the American Professional with shawbuckers. Yes, yeah, oh, so normally oh, wow. okay. you don't really see, I guess, a double humbucker with a strat. I don't think that's mm -hmm. super common, but yeah. I play a lot of rock. So I have, I think all my guitars are double humbucker. They are. <laughs> Every single one of them is double humbucker. Um, but I would love to try, <laughs> you know, uh, like double, single, double. I would love to try that too, but I'm happy <laughs> with, with what I have, for, especially for what I play. So... <laughs> I mean, it's, you it's have... pretty much like best Sorry. of both worlds, right? No, no, I was just making a point that it's probably the best of both worlds if you want to have like the the vintage deck, the creamy tones in the neck position and still mm -hmm. be able to rock out with, with the bridge humbucker. That's that's uh, the convenient catch-all right, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, I, I, yeah, I definitely I love this guitar. <laughs> and all my other ones, too. But I'm going to set that down. <laughs> I... I'm trying to avoid gear questions because I really love the fact that you're a musician who plays instruments mm -hmm. and doesn't have this very unhealthy gear obsession. 
um, that I that I have, and, and, and Dan has a, a, a not a severe case of it, but certainly um, an interest in it. And I think there's a lot right. of oh, I'm digging myself in a hole here because I have a gear channel. Um, <laughs> uh, there's definitely what? gear. There's definitely gear I want to try. Like there, I think it's Morley has a wah pedal that's Steve Vai, the bad horsey wah. I definitely want to try that because it's Steve Vai and his wah is always amazing. So I do want to try that. And then there's a delay pedal that I'm so, I don't know the name. Is it blue sky? Is that, is that a delay pedal? Okay. Yeah. So that as well. I know those would be something I would be interested in because I love delay. <laughs> That's an effect that I always want on is delay. I don't always keep it on depending on the song, but I love, love some delay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and I'm going to go against what I said just to make everything interesting. I'm going to ask the chat, which gear do you think Ash should be checking out to, um, I, I, you've already achieved the great tone, but you know, just to experiment with other tones. I know we've got a lot of gearheads in the chat. So I was also thinking delay and maybe, I was thinking maybe the, the EVH Frankenstein guitar. Um, oh, yeah. That's, that's not EVH, sorry. Um, not the, the, the Fender one, you know, the, the actual Frankie. Um, I've played a couple of those and they're insane. But I want to know cool. what overdrives people want, like... Is it just a tube screamer? And I don't mean just a tube screamer, Dan. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, it's it's so popular. Mm -hmm. um, a chorus, Sarang is saying, keep up with the eighties theme. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Flange. 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 Boston yeah. three. Eighties classic. Yeah. Uh, Boss OD two. Okay. Just. Numbers Sounds like I need to check out Boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah Talkbox talk is a great idea. Talkbox to, to get oh, that kind yeah. of... Oh, yeah. Bon Jovi oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say that gives me Bon Jovi vibes. <laughs> <laughs> have you, what What of those pedals have you tried? Have you tried Wah or uh, Talkbox or stuff like that already? I have a... Cry, or I did have a Crybaby Wah, and that's classic. Um, but my Helix okay. also has a Wah built into it, but... Okay. So yeah, I haven't really tried that many pedals. I think I used to have an Ibanez Tube Screamer, but uh -huh. I don't think I knew what I was doing or I just didn't use it for some reason, so I didn't really give it a chance. <laughs> but I'm sure it was I'm sure it was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like the wire in the Helix. It's a really nice uh oh, there's several, I think. I think there's more than one. But um Oh yeah. So you have a Helix as well? I had a then? Helix, the big the big Daddy one. You had Helix. And now I have the HX yes. Stomp, which is somewhere because it. Okay. Uh, That's good too. One, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just the big one was too big for me. And for my needs, it was it was just too much, you know? Um, so I have the native plugin, right. which is great, which is the uh, Helix on your computer. Um, okay. And I have the HX Stomp, which I put in an, effect, uh, an expression pedal for the while sometimes. But generally speaking, I, I use the HX Stomp very rarely. But when I do, okay. I say, why don't I use this more? Because it's, it's really, really, really good. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. I've, I know what you need to do. I've Fergie and Francis nailed it. You need to go to a music shop and try a 100-watt plexi amp and two 4x12 cabs with an SD1 one time. Just turn <laughs> it up, and they will kick you out, and you'll be banned for life. <gasps> but it will be absolutely <laughs> worth it. Um, oh, yeah. It's a lifetime experience, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, there's a video awesome. where some guys did a plexi amp on 10 with um with phil x i think that was at uh Mikhail will tell Gitcon. me where that was Gitcon. 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 Yeah. yeah um so plexi amp was, on that, 10. yeah you could you couldn't like stand next to the room i was i was like right next to it when, when they were doing that that was hilarious there's no oh way gosh. you can like make that in the music store it's just insane <laughs> But on, on the other, like on the other hand, it's also it's also great to kind of get all those vibes from the amp and all those you know that that tone that just mm -hmm. goes through your body, you know. That's that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Actually, um, Andy, a whammy pedal could be interesting for Ash too. I think there's a lot of creativity in a whammy oh. pedal. Yeah, yeah, that's go that's like arm. an octave pedal on an expression. Yeah. In fact, the, the the Helix has one. Um, yeah. So it adds an octave, but you can control where that note is, up or um, down. Yeah up or down that's cool <laughs> it's really cool for just adding the the octave um and making weird noises i like it for like raging <laughs> the machine stuff but it's i can't think of i can't think of any 80s that uses a a whammy what why, why am i coming up blank dan uh i don't know like uh who uses a whammy um there's a great song joe satriani's searching that's one of the most musical ways okay. how to how to use a whammy that's a great one it's okay like eight i'll have to look that one up yeah, I'm very atmospheric and very like almost like soundtrack vibe to it. But uh, the the whammy part, oh. from my point of view, is one of the best. It's very musical. It's a melody that you you can sing and uh, yeah, and it's 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 a great um, tool to kind of learn how to how to use a whammy because it like a wah it it takes a lot a lot of time to get used to it and how to to use it like in, in a musical way and not just go with your foot up down up down because it's not sports. Oh so right, it's an expression pattern <laughs> more or less. That's how I use it. It's really fun. That's all I can do. <laughs> well, 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 well. <laughs> and also, you could play like twice as fast because you're playing an octave, so that gives you one, two notes for every one note. There you oh. go. <laughs> also, we've left out Mr. Big with the great Paul Gilbert, um, mm -hmm. who's who's oh. have just there. That's the, uh... I, I actually met Paul Gilbert and he was super nice, just like everybody says. I went to see one of his shows and I did the meet and greet and I, I met him. It was really, really cool. And I love his playing. He's a, a monster. I love, do you know the song? Um, is it I Own a Building? <laughs> I Own a Building no. by Paul Gilbert is <laughs> really good. And Let That Battery Die is also really good. That's his newer stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's amazing. Really argument cool. about pi is also great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the cool just, argument about pi is just is, is just insane, right? The new one, yeah. Um, is it Werewolves of Portland? Is that also the? Yeah, yeah. Um, the latest one. The latest one. Is done. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Paul. Paul is next level. We could do another show about Paul because I love that man. Oh yeah. I would marry that man if it were possible. <laughs> if for I some reason always... he felt the same way about me. Just so I could, you know, live in the same house as him, wake up next to him and say, "Morning, Paul." <laughs> you know, it's kind of a kind of life. Yeah, yeah. Explain your wife that, like, yeah. tomorrow morning, honey. Hey, I've made you're not Paul Gilbert. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> what? Get out of my yard. Get out of my yard. Oh, I'm so glad she doesn't listen to the show. In so much trouble. <laughs> Yeah, um, great, dude. He was actually on episode one of the Guitar Series podcast. He was. Yeah. We need to get him back. Really? And yeah, we need yeah. to get him back. 
So you're on, wow. you're on the same podcast as Paul Gilbert. Oh, my goodness. That is awesome. That's super <laughs> cool. <laughs> one, one day, Steve Vai. We'll get Steve on the show at some point. When, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, when we can that would find be someone, at, someone at Ibanez who can pull some strings, you know. god i've had an amazing time tonight ash or tonight for us what time is it with you roughly is it afternoon it is yeah it's 3 (laughs) p.m okay so So. it's it's uh it's still plenty left for the day for you but for us i've I've had a very chill night then it's been very chilled but also like kind of you know exciting as well it's been up and down no tech issues tonight yeah Apart from some buffering issues, yeah. Normally, Ash, we have huge tech issues. Um, you know, as you know oh, from no. last week, you know, one of us gets ill. Normally, me mm-hmm. or you know, the internet decides to crap out. But um, yeah, <laughs> having you on the show, talking about the eighties, has somehow taken us to the future with the internet. Sorry, that was disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, yeah really, I had a blast. Um, I wish you all the best. Um, please, please send us your music when you start releasing it. And I would love to help you share that around. Um, I will be sending you links to bands that we've been talking about tonight. <laughs> um, awesome. And I'm going to be checking I'm going to be checking out uh, squiggle, 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 dash, dash, squiggle, uh, which is what I've written. And <laughs> rhythm of love. I got that. And still loving you. And... Satriani searching. There we go. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much again. I appreciate it. Ash, thank you. Thanks for the time. All the best. We're looking forward to seeing you. And uh, yeah, everyone out there, um, make sure to give us five star ratings on iTunes. Um, Make sure to follow Ash's channel on Instagram and maybe on TikTok uh, whenever she decides to be there too. Um, Get some awesome leopard backgrounds. Andy, Andy, that's that's on your to-do list for next week. Okay, hang on. Right, I've got a green yeah. screen. I can make that happen. All right. Leopard screen. Leopard and then screen. I, I feel I need yeah. one of those uh, Mark Knopfler hair bands. You know, it, one of those leopard, sweat leopard bands. bands. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do yeah. what I can. Maybe I can find one in Italy. All oh. right. Well, as Dan said, give us five stars or whatever it is on on iTunes, and you know, enjoy the music, I guess, and, and stop buying pedals. It's ridiculous. Play music, be nice, and check out Ash's Instagram channel. Have a great Bye. night, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye, Ash. Thank you. Bye, Dan. Bye. 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 Bye.